You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel is written to us by John. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and he stood in their midst and he said, Shalom. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side and the disciples rejoiced. Jesus said to them again, Shalom. As the Father has sent me, so now I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. And he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven. Whose sins you withhold are withheld. This is good news from the Lord. Remember, whenever we talk about God, the Holy Spirit in particular, all we have in any language is an approximation. We call it a metaphor. Like today, we use falling tongues of fire, flame, wind, hear breath. Later we'll have flowing water. The typical image is the dove descending that you see above the altar. And each one is an approximation because we're dealing with mystery. Now, I know I've said this here before, but let me say it one more time. Mystery does not mean something you can't understand. Mystery means something you can endlessly understand. Almost just the opposite. You never can say, I got it. There's always more, always more. And if that's true, it's certainly true of any talk of the Holy Spirit, which is probably why this became the great forgotten feast of Pentecost. I'm glad you didn't forget and you're here this morning. Now, this sermon's going to be a little different. In fact, it's not going to be a sermon. Maybe most of mine aren't. I don't know. But it's going to be, I hope, more a prayer. About 15 years ago, I created a litany of the Holy Spirit. I was 65 then, and uh, so I created 65 intercessions. So I'm going to read them slowly. You might want to close your eyes. Don't listen to this like you do a normal sermon. These aren't ideas to be intellectually understood. They're inner experiences to be had. So now most of these approximations, metaphors, you say, well, I don't think I've had that one. Maybe that one. Ah, that names it for me. Let's begin. Be centered, be at peace. I'm going to read 65 names for the Holy Spirit. Pure gift of God. Indwelling presence. 
promise of the Father, life of Jesus, pledge and guarantee, eternal praise, defense attorney, inner anointing, reminder of the mystery, homing device, knower of all things, stable witness, implanted pacemaker, overcomer of the gap, always already awareness, compassionate observer, Magnetic center, God compass, inner breath, divine DNA, mutual yearning place, given glory, hidden love of God, choiceless awareness, implanted hope, seething desire, fire of life and love, sacred peacemaker, nonviolence of God, seal of the Incarnation, First fruits of everything, father and mother of orphans, planted law, truth speaker, God's secret plan, great bridge builder, warmer of hearts. Space between everything, flowing stream, winds of change, descending dove, cloud of unknowing, uncreated grace, filled emptiness, through seer, Deepest level of our longing. Attentive heart. Sacred wounding. Holy healing. Softener of our spirit. Will of God. Great compassion. Generosity of the Creator, inherent victory, the one sadness, shared joy, God's tears, God's happiness, the welcoming within, New and eternal covenant, 
contract written in our hearts. Jealous lover, desiring of God. If only one of those named something you have experienced, that's enough. But the important thing is that you learn to draw upon that source. The more you draw upon the Holy Spirit consciously, actively, the more you will experience the presence and the helping of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has been called called the lost person of the Blessed Trinity. And even the scriptures didn't know how to picture him beyond a bird. Well, he's not a bird, all right? But even that is a metaphor. It's always more, other. But each image draws you in, I hope, to a mystery that is implanted within you presence that dwells in your hearts. If you want a copy of this, it's in my book, The Naked Now. It's in the appendix. So we pray, Paul says in Romans 8, we do not know how to pray. So God gives us the Holy Spirit to pray in us and through us and with us and as us. And it even says, with groans unutterable, when you don't know what to say, like most of us, you don't know how to talk to God. You look at the tragedy of our country and our world, and you don't know what to say. But you have to find a place within you that is above all of that, that is bigger than all of that. And it's from that place that you live and move and have your deepest being. Most people might just call it the soul, but you all have it equally. Every one of you in this room, some of you, because you make use of it, if I can dare speak of it that way, even I am using the word it, Every word falls short. Those of you who draw upon her, yes, the Holy Spirit is beyond gender, neither male nor female. Uh, So can you feel yourself just moving around in mystery where you don't know how to name God, you don't know how to control God, you'll just be taught by that Spirit how to trust God and how to love God and how to love yourself and how to love all people.